previously on Warriors Unite. We've become aware that time passes faster in here than it does out there. Do you know how many bags had to be removed before the illusion fails? I think that's something to do with the focus room might have powered up the spell enough that it can sustain its shape with one of the bags missing. It usually has to be all four. Well, it, surely it can't power itself with just one bag, right? We only have two more left to find. If we do this from the outside, everybody in here will have to be scared and sad for 60 times as long. I mean, we could get this solved by the end of the day. Yes, let's find the things that are glowing under a quest marker. Though I have to admit, I had a lot of fun with that archaeology, fossil diggy, sand pit thing they had in there. I always felt like maybe I'd dig up something important. I'd teleport to the museum. The people who are gone, do you think they're okay? How about this? We go walk around town and we go do a head count and see who's around and who's ain't. Ward, stop talking about me like that. It's really hurtful when you say these kinds of things. No! <laughs> I really want you to imagine that I just did, like, the screaming Cat. thing. <laughs> I believe that. Should we just get right into it? It's been a week, or it's been um, two weeks. It's been a while. I would love Quick recap, to I recap, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has been one week since you looked at me. There were two things that were decided last time. Uh, th this was your sort of plan of action. That th It was our setup for the next episode. And number one was that um, you were going to do a head count. You were going to uh, get back to uh, Malin with who all is still in the town and who all is not still in the town. So, you'll, you know, you'll need information about who... Um, about the population, obviously, if you're going to do a, a head count. And number two was you were going to go to the museum, uh, as was sort of implied by the hint that you found in one of the books. One of um, the books mentioned going to the museum and going to the kids' area and uh, feeling like something was like important in the archaeology dig thingy you know the you know the, the like the little you can mm -hmm. there's like sand pits and yeah. museums that kids can dig around in. and it's like look i found a uh um dinosaur bone or like a whatever a treasure chest i don't know 
And I, I distinctly remember from last time is like you were mentioning your notes. Oh man, that will definitely send them to the fountain. And then we were like, let's do the fountain last. Yeah. <laughs> that was my suggestion yeah. actually, because like it just made sense to me personally. Yeah, it does make fountain sense. Last because it's the center of town. Yeah, I actually like this. Uh, I, I like this better. So <laughs> I'm glad you said that. So currently, right now, you are in Malin's house. I believe, and you have just read the uh, hints in the book that says you should go to the museum, and you. In the book that's not full of elf erotica. <laughs> yeah, um, one of the, one of the of the few scraps of paper around Malin's home that aren't just torrid elf sex <laughs> within their pages. <laughs> Didn't I stuff the big book of elf erotica into my bag because I was like, I don't want any of y'all reading this? Oh, sure. <laughs> like you weren't just saving it for later. <laughs> I yes, wasn't! An elf. I wasn't! There's only one out of us that's an elf. I'm a drow. You can, you can add that that's to your inventory, elf, by the bitch. way. Okay, I think I did, actually. It yeah, does. I did. I did elf erotica in all caps with four exclamation- with four question marks. I'm gonna say it does um uh one d six of bludgeoning damage as well. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, I gotta add that. And it also does one d eight of psychic damage because when I read it out or what? Uh, it depends. No, you, I think yeah, that you have to read it out loud. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely gonna make you do that if you choose to attack with it. But also, I think that there are psychological like consequences to getting hit in the head with a huge like with a like a Bible-sized book of pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you get hit, you get vivid <laughs> images in your head of a scene in the book. <laughs> That's definitely how it works. Okay, so it's it's one d six bludgeoning and what for seconds? <laughs> we're gonna say I'm. Uh, I, I, I'm so bad at, like, standing it out. Is 2d8 of psychic damage really OP at this point, or is that not even a little bit? Yeah, 2d8 is, like, pretty good. Like, I would say 1d4, which is the damage that a vicious a dagger does. does. Okay, okay, and, um, 1d4 psychic damage, then. Are we actually statting this? Are, are we yeah. for real? Is this something we're actually doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to uh, spoil anything, but there's going to be combat later, so. <laughs> I want to swing my big axe. Yeah. Caller, and I, you're going to get to swing your big axe eventually. I'm challenging myself to um, improv a fight scene because that's always the most difficult for me. Um, and I'll like, just if if I'm being. Uh, I, I think this is probably more for Warden because I think that they would be more aware of this. But if I'm being like OP or if I'm making my attacks really underpowered, just let me know. I, I would appreciate that a lot. Because uh, I'm just trying to do it because it makes me so nervous, and so I'm trying to get over it. Um, but I don't want I don't want it to be unfair Shock or anything. Therapy. Yeah. What's your first move in terms of uh, doing a, a head count? Keep you don't really know anything right now about the. Uh, the citizens of Kingsmouth and like the population and stuff like that. So I, I want you to think about how you might get that information. I was thinking we go talk to Oresis first. For me, like Lady's Knight is the people person. She has like, well, I mean, like she has twenty charisma. The people person. Like I do have a thing in like my. Uh... I can't remember where it is, but, like, it's in my character sheet that, like, Lady's Night is really good at getting the latest gossip in an area. Mm-hmm. 
it's so in her uh would you think that uh she's she already knows sort of the, like the population um i'm not sure i don't think she had a whole lot of time to get to know the residents is the thing okay she could she could know the vague faces because of the show she did yeah definitely the show you yeah. would have had a chance to see there, I mean, there's no there, there's no way she would know whether or not everybody in the town was in attendance at that show. Mm-hmm. So it really yeah. depends on what what exactly you're trying to uh, know. Well, to me, like the most logical person to speak to would be the person who seems to know everybody, and that's Aresis. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so she is still back at the glowing mushroom. Um, so. I, I will say the uh, Night, Night Owl has decided to stay behind, and it's not just because I don't want to play another NPC. She wants to keep Mail and company because she's a good night, you guys. Um, <laughs> Unlike the rest of us. Yeah, geez. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's see. It's so then it's We're you main three. characters. We can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stay here behind, like with one of the NPCs that you hadn't planned on me visiting. Anyway, is there a problem with that? Um, <laughs> So then it's U3 plus last night, and uh, you you bid your goodbyes uh, to Janelle and Malin, and you head back to the Glowing Mushroom. Oresis is, let's see, she is sitting in the diner having yet another cup of coffee. There are like, I was about to say there's several empty cups, but she, they would have just refilled her cup, huh? Her hands are shaking a little bit uh, because of how much- From the caffeine or from the fear? Probably uh, some combination of both, you would assume. Uh, as you look at her, it looks both like she's having too much caffeine and like she's very stressed out about something. And you can see uh, Harold sort of watching her um, over the counter nervously, uh, looking like he might be like a little bit too shy to approach her or something like that. Um, but very clear, clearly very worried. Uh, and ladies, you're... Um, your pan flute that you gifted her is sitting very carefully, like on top of a couple of napkins on the table uh, beside her, well okay. out of reach of you know where her coffee would spill if it were to spill. Like she's very, she she she's taking care of it as she said she would. Um, and she looks up Aww. as as you guys enter, and she's like, "Oh, you're uh, you're you're back already." Not quite. Well, <laughs> we're more here to uh, ask you a few things if you're in the. Right mental state to answer any questions. I understand if you need some more time to yourself. No, yes, uh, no, yes. Uh, and she like sort of like clear, frantically clears off a space next to her, and is like, "I'll, I'll, anything you need help with, any, any way I can help with this, just, just let me know." I go over to a stool and I sit my kitty butt down and I wrap my tail around the bar stool and I, uh, I t- and I uh, turn towards her and I say, "Well." We were thinking before we go off and do the next major quest item that we would do a head count here to see uh, how many people vanished into the other side of the chunk loading error. (laughs) (laughs) Minecraft is real now. Minecraft is real now. (laughs) I'm Um, I'm trying to pull the title of that one book that's like just Minecraft is real, but I can't think of it. There's a lot of those, man. (laughs) Malin has it. Malin? Oh, come on, I want it. (laughs) Steals it from Malin's bookshelf. It wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) You want me to stat that too, You're just a little thief. I'm just a little- Yes, I like- 
I have sticky fingers. Oh shit, what was the last thing that Ladies Night said? Oh, uh... Chunk loading error. Oh yeah, uh, Oresis looks... Yeah, I, I call it a chunk loading uh, Oresis is definitely confused at the wording of that, but uh, she does look really relieved at the idea of a headcount. She says, "That's that's just a really good idea. That, that would that would be a lot off of my mind right now." Um, so I, I guess you 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 need to know how many people you're looking for. Yes, and um, we would, and I mean, I had quite the turnout at my show, but. I have no way of knowing if that was the whole town or just a vast majority of it. As you know, we uh, we just got there. Well, um, weird things kind of happen in in, in crowds here sometimes. Uh, anyway, the 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 population is uh eighteen. Itty bitty. Yeah. Um, it, me and uh, Malin and Harold and Aiden and Moira. Uh, we we. We all showed up at the same time um, in the town square, square, and later we found like seven others scattered around town. Um, uh, two unsupervised children who Aiden and Moira ended up taking in. Uh, you're looking for one young adult half elf and a family of satyrs. Um, that's so. That's three parents and their son. Uh, then the slow trickle of newcomers uh, started just recently. Oh, uh, sorry, I counted wow. you for Silent Night and Night Owl as part of the population. No, uh, that makes it 18. Um, uh, Headcount would be really helpful. Uh, Silent Night's in the restroom, so you can count him. And she grabs a napkin and a pen, and she starts to draw something on it. Uh, I scoot. I am moving closer to Oresis, um, and I kind of peek my head over the um, table slash bar stool, wherever it is, and I'm just kind of looking at what she's drawing. Uh, you see, like, uh, blocky shapes, and um, then she starts to write stuff like uh, museum and snow lashes, hands it to you. She shows it to you after a second starry night, and she goes, um, Moira, Aiden, and their kids live here, and the snow lashes live here with their son right next door. Uh, Phoenix works at the museum. And she hands you this napkin, and it appears to be a map of Kingsmouth from memory with those three homes labeled along with your current location. Uh, please... Just let me know who's gone missing, okay? I, I give a nod and I show, I show it to um, Ladies Night. I show the napkin to Ladies Night. Okay. So, I uh... Take, I take the napkin. Napkin acquired. Because I read sort of a lot uh, just then. Um, you're looking for, uh... There's a family of satyrs, that's three parents and a son, Aiden, Moira, and their two adopted children, and then uh, one young adult, half-elf, who apparently works at the museum. So yeah, you, you have this little map with the three homes, satyr parents' house and the satyr son's house, along with Moira and Aiden's house, uh, where they live with their children. You have those three locations labeled on a, on a map now. So where where you want to go first is is all up to you. We should probably do again since we're going to the museum last. Since like that's our next major quest stop, we should probably look for the half elf last. Yeah, I want to look for the satyrs first. Okay. Cause like, I don't know. I just think they're cool, and I want to go talk to them. Yeah, I just think they're neat. That's why I put uh, satyrs in here as well. The satyrs is cool. Okay, so that would be the uh, Snow Lash family. Okay, uh, do you want to pop by the uh, house where the three parents live, or the house where the son lives? The son. Why not check the uh, son? Yeah, the son on the son first. Okay. Um, you you head up to this. Um, 
it looks pretty ramshackle. It looks sort of, it has kind of a haunted vibe. <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I, I feel like it's, uh, it, it's sort of, it's a little bit more goth than the rest of the homes. Oh, good. That are in the area. Um, and, and you knock at the door, and it opens, and you see this like well-groomed, slightly sleepy-looking young satyr who just he smiles calmly at you. Uh, and he says, oh, I, I wondered when I was going to meet the new townsfolk. And he extends one slender hand, and he says, I'm Ride. How do you spell that? R-Y-D. Okay. Um, well, ha- well, howdy there, Rod. I extend my own kitty paw. Uh, he shakes your fuzzy hand, and then he shakes Polar Knight's fuzzy hand, and then he shakes Starry Knight's non-fuzzy hand, and is disappointed. <laughs> Aww. I give his hand a pat because it's the not fuzzy. here and not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, what brings you here? Uh, we're just doing a head count. Right? Uh, uh, I think right. so, yes. Yeah, we were looking for um, anybody that might have gone missing in the um, gestures to, like, the whole chunk error void place. Oh, yeah, the, um... The, that thing. And it kind of gestures towards it like it's no big deal. <laughs> I like this guy already. Yeah, uh, my moms were over there when that whole thing happened. <sighs> it's fine. I mean, it's no big deal. If if it helps, it's, there's a good chance that they're just fine. We crossed over over that border as well, and th- and well, we were alive, and nothing bad was happening. Uh, no, yeah, no, I I know, like Oresis was over there, and she came back fine, and weird shit kind of happens here a lot. Just the timing kind of sucks. I've got other stuff to worry about tonight. Um, do you do you want to meet my dad? Count his count his head or whatever, or is my word enough? He's in the kitchen. I think we might as well see him. Okay. Okie dokie. Uh, he opens the door and Let's steps aside. Let's meet the NPC that our dungeon master so lovingly created. Okie dokie. I mean, you're going to be a little disappointed. <laughs> he opens the door for you guys to come in. I steppy inside. I also steppy inside. I duck inside. <laughs> yeah, the door is... A, a, it's significantly too small for you, a polar knight. You you have a bit of trouble with it. Um, and Ride is just like looking at you, amused. He's not helping at all. Just a big fucking bear. Uh, do do I have to do? Is it like a Hobbit house kind of where I have to like be slouched over? I mean, satyrs aren't tiny, tiny. I don't know that. I mean, they might actually be taller than humans. I forget. Roughly, I think. But, I mean, I feel like... It's your lore, your world. They're kind of all... I mean, Pol- Polar Knight, all places are kind of like that for you. Or most places. Yeah, I'm surprised my head isn't bald from rubbing it on shoelaces. Anytime we're having, like, an indoor scene of any sort, I'm imagining Polar Knight is just like, man, I, I wish I could stretch my back right now. <laughs> yeah, cranes her neck and then it pops. <laughs> Uh, so there is another, um, there is another Satyr man, much older than Riot is, and he is sitting at, like, the dining room table, uh, with a, a cup of coffee, um, reading a newspaper, which is something that you really haven't seen 
people around here do because the books are all like bullshit. Uh, As is the usual. But he glances up and he says, "Oh, right. I I didn't know we were gonna have guests today." And Ride is like, "Well, our voices are exactly the same, but it's because we're father and son, so it's okay." <laughs> Incredible. So yeah, you can uh, make a check mark on your little box. There's two of them here, and the moms are the moms are both missing. Uh, I will say that um, the dad. Uh, does not look as chill as Ride does. He looks a lot more worried because his wives are gone. Yeah. I, I believe that. It's clear that Ride uh, has not done an excellent job in reassuring him, which you can kind of picture just because of the way that Ride seems to be. Yeah. I uh, I guess like with it, with my excellent charisma and the fact that I have a Hold on, I need to double check. I'm pretty sure I have proficiency and insight. I could tell that the, that Ride Senior is not nearly as chillaxed. Yeah, I mean he's very antsy. And, uh, his 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 satyr leg is like jiggling under the table. His hoof is ta- his hoof is tapping on the <laughs> yeah. floor. Yeah, those are his hooves, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, I changed okay, my mind. So He's I, uh... in a hot tub. He's in the hot tub. You Why had to go. Out back. You, there's a hot tub in the kitchen, and he's in it. That's just how satyrs are. He he he's he's in a hot tub, and he's he's still having a cup of coffee and reading the newspaper, which is a weird place. Like satyrs to do. are just like that. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do in a hot tub, but he's just like that. No, sir, not getting out of this hot tub. <laughs> you want me out of this hot tub, you're gonna have to kill me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Polar Knight can do that. <laughs> Holy- Polar Knight, can you stop wanting to kill things for two seconds? Fuck you. One, two. Okay, two seconds is enough. Yep. I mean, we're already dead. You can kill my dad if you want to. And- no! <laughs> no! Kill my dad! Just kill my dad! He goes- Ride. Oh shit, we said that all in character? <laughs> I say that in I character. Out, I, pull out, I pull out the kitty sprayer that Polar Knight carries with her at all times, and I spray Ride with it. Um, <laughs> Ride, like, he, like, swallows the, the spray. Like, he, like, he just, like, opens <laughs> no. his mouth like you're misting him. And is just, like, hyd- hydrated now. And he gets plus one HP. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, do, do you want to move on to the next I house on that note? I think we should move on. I think we yeah. should. Yeah, last night says... I, wa- I was gonna reassure the dad, but I think I just want out of this house as soon as possible. Last night says, I think we should get out of here right now. <laughs> I suck at that. I agree. Sir, your vibes are atrocious. <laughs> Your vibes are nasty and rancid. I bid you, you adieu. Polar Knight's just like, you make me not want to eat you. Bye, come by anytime. It was nice meeting you. I leave. No, I jump out a fucking window. By the way, my dad's name is Camelot. <laughs> just so you have the names. What about the mom's names? I didn't think that- I don't know my mom's names. I just call them mom and mommy. <laughs> uh, 
I just, I'm just, I've just jumped out a fucking window and I've hit the ground with a roll and I just sprint across the street. My You're platoon sprinting yells. across the street 120 feet around. You hear Camelot's voice yes. after you going, My petunias! <laughs> my cabbages! <laughs> it wouldn't make more sense if they were cabbages. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh, the shenanigans. Oh, be good. <laughs> Next house, please! Yeah, okay, so you and follow- I fucking knock on it. <laughs> Alright, you, f- you follow the map uh, to this large house of, of brick and stone in the residential block on the northern, northern side of town, and um, as you double-check to make sure you've got the right place, you notice an elderly man on his hands and knees in the yard tending to a flower garden. Um, and as you get closer, you realize that he's tipping an empty watering can onto the same patch of flowers, uh, and you check his expression. He looks totally, like, distant and blank. What do you do? Oh, dear. Is he okay? That's not normal. Hmm. He's dissociating the fuck could out. Could you give him a sniff? Yeah, I'll I'll give him a sniff. Big old sniffy sniff. I love in the notes minus two moms. <laughs> no, that was actually just like a dash, but you can read it as minus two moms. No, minus two. It's minus two moms. It's minus okay. two your mom stat. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, to you, he smells sweaty. Ew. Yeah. Ripperoni. Smells like like old man bo. Gross. That's fucking nasty. I don't want that. <laughs> Dang far away as possible. I guess I'll approach him because I'm the charisma man. Yes. Charisma yeah. Rat. Negative charisma man. Well, shut. Well, you shut your mouth, Starry Knight. You're a charisma caster too. Yeah, but I have 15 <laughs> in charisma. You have a 20. You know okay. what? Fuck you. You go approach him. Okay, fine. Okay. Uh... I I guess I'll I'll approach the man and I'm gonna um move myself into his line of sight and just kind of wave? Uh, he doesn't notice you until, like, the last second, until you're, like, right in his line of sight, and even then, it's, like, a second before he, like, shakes his head and looks up at you, and, um, I've never done an old man voice in my life before, so hopefully this isn't, like, horrifying. Um, (laughs) he's like, oh, hello! And he he gives you, like, a smile, but it's really, like, half-hearted. Okay. I'm like, try talking a little bit more from the back of your throat. It might help. Okay. See? Now you're an old people. I sound like I have a problem. <laughs> you had some symptoms? Some sort of symptoms disorder? I'm having a symptom. Well, now you're an old man. What you can have I, old disease. What can I do for you today, young lady? Um... I, I, I put I put my fold my hands in front of in front of myself and I'm like not not and like down and I'm like um we're just doing a head count for the people who are still in the town and we were wondering if uh you know of anybody that went missing. Uh, his his face falls immediately. Uh, like any any like fake fake smile pretense uh, that he had before you said that is gone. He's like. My wife is a librarian, and she was at work when that happened, and so she's gone now. I don't know where she is. My wife? Uh, is that Moira? 
Yes, that would be Moira. If my good sir, if it helps, and I also step into his line of sight, and I and uh, I um, kind of like try to look reassuring, and I say, if it helps, my good sir, it. She's not dead, most likely. We were also went over on the other side of that great chunk load and era, and well, we're back, and so is Aresis. Really? I, I nod a lot. There's a good chance she's alive over there. Well, does she she has problems with her feet sometimes, and I just wanted to make sure, because sometimes she needs to lay down real bad. Well, I'm sure she's fine over on the other side. I'm. We got we got somebody on the other side that's route that's uh, rounding up any folks that are getting in her way. So there's a chance that Moira might get scooped up by her and plopped back into this here uh, this here town. He he nods. He he looks. Well, actually, why don't you roll um like persuasion to see if how how okay. you if you comfort him. For some reason, I'm picturing this old man, and all I can think of is old man yells at cloud. <laughs> I only got uh, an 11, and that makes me upset because I have a plus 9, but I always feel really anxious rolling things I have expertise in, because whenever I do bad at them, I know, like, bad things are going to happen, but that's an 11 on my persuasion check with a plus okay. fucking 9. Uh, well, there's not much, there's not a whole lot of bad that can happen here. Oh man, my nail polish chipped. Oh yeah. no! I guess well, that that's happened. what that's the consequences of my role. The consequences of your role is that the DM's nail polish chipped. You failed to persuade the the DM's nail polish to stay on his fingernails. Um, what color? It's pink and sparkly because it reminds me of my boyfriend. Fuck yes, very good. Uh, he doesn't seem like he completely believes you i mean he he probably like it's nothing personal he just doesn't know you and so he probably just assume, assumes that you're trying to make him feel better um and he goes oh, okay well, well thank you very much and uh just continues his like he, he he realizes that his watering can is empty and um he you you mentioned to him that you're trying to do a head count right mm-hmm. um yeah he, he says my, my two kids are playing inside if if you want to tick them off on your list there Shouldn't we actually go take a look just in case they are not well, there? Okie dokie, I'll I'll come with you then. And, and and he stands up and um heads heads to the door of his house and opens it and and lets you guys in. He he's quite slow moving. That's fine. That is okay. I imagine. I just imagine that the kids see this giant fucking bear enter the room and they're just like, "Holy shit! I gotta touch it." <laughs> <laughs> To ride it now. It's just every child's natural instinct. Polar Knight can probably pick him up and keep them both on their back. You enter the house, and as the door like opens and closes, they don't really seem to uh, notice. They're playing some kind of game with like little squares involving little tiny square pieces on the floor, and they are locked in a passionate debate about what, what are they I saying. Um, I you, they're talking over each other a lot, so you can't uh really tell. What kids? What what kids? What's going on? What's the what's the big fuss? What's the big idea? And the younger, the seemingly younger one, um, turns and it, it seems like happy to have like a a sounding board of people here, and just yells, "Is Barrelesque a word?" I think so. See, I told you. I told you it was a word. The knight uh, says so, so it's a word, so I can count it for points. 
I'm thinking you might be barrel-esque. Are, are you sure you don't mean burlesque? Barrel-esque, as in having the properties of a barrel. No, that's stupid. Like she no. didn't even she didn't recognize it. It's not a word. It's totally a word. You can add "esque" to things, and it means having the properties of that thing. It's a word. One sec. I'm actually gonna look this up in real life. It's not a word. It's not. No. You guys don't have Google and Fantasyland. Can I? Can I? Can I make an intelligence check? Yes, you can make an intelligence check. <laughs> I, I made a stupid okay, check I'm... because I I would I think it's actually like a name, but like it's spelled differently. Well, I got a five, so I believe it's a word. <laughs> Sounds like a word to you. You're like, yeah, that makes sense I if mean... you say ask after something. It has the properties of that thing, so it's a word. Makes sense to me. I mean, language develops colloquially, anyways. I don't know what that means, but I agree. The thing is, like, Ladyside speaks three languages, so there's no way, like, that, that, like, she just probably assume it's, like, slang. Of course. Um, the, the, the uh, younger one begins, uh, they're, they're, like, triumphantly jotting something down, they're like, it's a word, I'm counting it for points, and the older one is looking, uh, is glaring daggers at, at all of you. I put my hands up like I- Four points, it sounds scary. It big. Four points. So, um, we should head to the museum next. Yay. <laughs> it's time. After making you play all these NPCs. I know, I'm exhausted. And last night hasn't said a word the whole time. Yeah, she, yeah, she has. She was like, oh. "Your vibes are rancid, sir." Oh yeah, I th- yeah, she d- she did tell Ryan that his vibes were atrocious. Um. Okay, so I turned to last night and said, "Wow, you're being awfully quiet. No more villainous speeches for the rest of the day." I'm all out of villainous speeches. What I about don't... lesbian speeches? You got any uh, poems you gotta read out to to people? Maybe fantasy Sappho? Uh, well, none for you. I was sure fucking hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you know last night that Paul and I is old enough to be your mother. I am, and I have a wife. I'm married. So there's no chance. This coming from the person that was hitting on Nedry. Hey, I was doing it to survive. She was oh, sure. Gun <laughs> at me. Oh, so ladies, I'm not gonna say this because there's kids in the room. Never mind. Thank you so much for taking one for the team. <laughs> I'm gonna I go outside like, now. I point a finger at her and I open my mouth and then I gaze upon the children and then like I just kind of look at her and I as I walk past her out of the room, I swat her with my tail. Um. She suplexes you. Make her roll a strength check. Roll a fucking strength check. <laughs> uh, oh, hang roll on. Roll a strength check, bastard. You might be the DM, but you were not escaping this. I hope it's not bad that you I'm. You are making... not immune to checks. <laughs> I-, I hope it's not bad that I'm making the one orc character love to suplex things. No, it's okay. Polar Knight loves to suplex too, and Lady Knight loves to chase her down. So, yep, I would say fifteen definitely suplexes her. Okay, yeah. uh, she lifts you above her head triumphantly. She's retaliating against the universe for like Polar Knight carrying her around for like half an episode, 
Um, and so now she's gonna carry you all the way to the museum, ladies' night. And it's uh, I and start I'm, like sw- smack it. I put my pot- cat paws on her face just insistently. Can I tell you something about it though? It's a little hot. <laughs> Do I have to roll against blushing? Are you facing forward? Backwards, yeah, you. Uh, she she's carrying her like, um, one uh, one hand between the shoulder blades, one hand right on the ass, like up above her head. So you. Yeah, that's kind of. Do, it, do Should I have to make? Yeah, a make a fucking save. Make a wisdom save, yes, throw to see it. how erotic you find this. Okay. This that's is a very fun. So I, I mean, twelve. What what is a twelve on a scale of zero? Uh, my, my yeah, you're like a medium guess? amount of like of you. I mean, you're blushing under your cat fur for sure. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm a furry. Last night's also a furry because of this. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying episode 8, Borders Unite. We definitely did. I had a blast recording this episode. This might be my favorite episode so far. Um, it was just it was just really fun to record, uh, and, and I hope you're enjoying it. Just a couple quick announcements before I let you get back to it. Uh, number one is, if you didn't see on our Twitter, uh, we are switching to a monthly upload schedule where we upload on the 10th of every month. And the reason for that is that school has started, and so besides, you know, writing and producing and editing this podcast, I also have to worry about um, reading for philosophy and um, wandering around the cafeteria looking for a place to sit. And, you know, when am I going to sit on the grass with my multicultural group of friends later? You know, uh, I, I, I appreciate the understanding, and uh, I, I hope the new upload schedule is, is good for you, because it's definitely a lot easier on me. Let's see what else. Uh, Warden's... Mike does this thing sometimes where it cuts out a word or two that they say. Uh, so for this episode, I tried this hot new thing that you might have noticed where uh, I, I, I I deduce from context clues what they were going to say, and then I have the text-to-speech robot say it on my Apple computer. Um, so I, I hope that that isn't too jarring. Uh, I, I do find it kind of funny. Um, so I hope you're enjoying that as well. Uh, that is, that's it. That's all I have to say. So I, I'll let you get back to it with uh, Warden playing Ladies Night, Frisk playing Polar Night, Crow playing Starry Night, and me, your DM Lyle, playing everybody else. Let's get back to the show. Uh, she sets you down triumphantly in front of the door to the museum, um, and then uh, she she looks at the doors. They're like they look very like big, heavy wooden doors, kind of like they might be hard to push open. Um, and she just immediately goes for it. And I'm just gonna make her roll strength again. Okay, that's a 14. So she definitely like she she leans her weight against the doors, and they don't budge for a second or two. But eventually, they like they they swing open with like a this big loud creak. Um, it's this like it's a pretty large building, but it doesn't look terribly well kept. Uh, these wooden floors inside are warped with age and moisture, and dust and filth gathers in the corners. And it's as quiet as a mouse, except uh, for the sound of a pencil moving across paper. Uh, the source of a noise comes from the source of the noise comes from the reception desk, where a handsome man sits with his feet up, intently doodling away in a sketchbook. 
Um, his eyes flicker up, and he slams the book closed, quickly swinging his long legs under the desk. Uh, welcome. Sorry, we, uh, welcome. Wow, it's been a while since I've had so many customers. I never guessed that half the town disappearing in a mysterious cloud of smoke would be good for business. Uh, he stands up, leaning his whole body over the desk to shake your hand. I'm Phoenix. Do you want a tour? Sure. Uh, I don't see why not. And I just, like, I want you to know that, like, while I'm doing this, I'm making unbroken eye contact with Last Sight. Like, just, like, just that sort of kind of eye contact where it's just, like, you will you will pay for this. Can I um, roll a sleight of hand check to, to steal the sketchbook and see what's in it? Yes, you may. And, uh, Ladies Night, you can also roll Intimidation. That's a 15. Uh, last night is definitely regretting some of her decisions. That's a 21. <laughs> uh, you absolutely steal the sketchbook from his hands. Um, what is in it? Oh, now I, I gotta think about this. Please um, not elf porn. It's not porn. It's, it isn't porn. Is it horny, though? It's not, it's, it's not, it, it seems very, it seems pretty innocent, um, but it is a picture of two dudes kissing each other. Aww. Uh, and he, he gasps, and he likes, he leans over the table, he's like, uh, uh, give that back! <laughs> I give it back, and I, and I, um, uh, <laughs> I give it back, and I'm like, that's cute. I, um, I, um, let's just, uh, start the tour. I see you have a self-insert. Actually, if you'd been paying attention to how I uh, described him, you'd notice that um, he's an- he's yet another NPC crush. Valid. <laughs> he- oh, I, I made- see. You made yourself the ideal boyfriend. I made myself another Again. boyfriend, yes. Uh, also, uh, Starry Night, when you had the sketchbook in your hands, um, were you showing the others? No, I wasn't. Okay, uh, I-, I want you to roll perception on something. Okay. Uh, see her. That's an 18. You seem to notice that, uh, I mean, it was a pretty good drawing. He's definitely not bad. Um, you, as you hand it back, you realize that uh, one of the figures in the drawing looked quite a lot like Phoenix, and the other figure in the drawing looked quite a bit like Ride, who you met earlier. That's what I thought! <laughs> bad taste! <laughs> okay, goth prep solidarity, I think. You, uh, I think this would be more goth nerd. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> it's it's far too early to tell, but you do mentally shame Phoenix in your head um, for liking hot, sexy disaster satyrs. <laughs> <laughs> I, mentally, yes. Uh, he hurriedly like starts the tour. He uh, grabs his keys and like very like quickly shuffles around you. I, I think he's trying to like ascertain. How many of you saw that? Um, how many of you saw what was in the sketchbook? But I feel like it was just Starry Night. It happened yeah. very quickly. L- last night is she's coming out of her "I'm scared of this cat" into a more like "I'm entertained by this small man." <laughs> Wait, how tall is yeah, he? I, I... He's a half elf. I think he's like um. I mean, everybody is small to last night. Uh. But he's like five foot eight. I, I'll, I'm gonna say. Oh, he's taller than me. Damn it. <laughs> he's taller Ladies than me too. Don't worry. Last, night. last night. Oh shit. Um. I wonder if I have that in her. 
No, I don't have that in her in her. I mean, half orcs, half orcs and orcs are pretty tall. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll leave that up to interpretation. Because I can, I always assume that uh, Polar Knight was the tallest. Yeah, yeah, Polar Knight's definitely the tallest. I'll say that. Um, last well, night. Well, you're an eight foot average. fucking tall bear. Yeah. I'm standing on two legs, so. I mean, Lady Sight is five foot nine, so like I'm just slightly taller than him. Mm-hmm. Starry Knight is five six. Oh. Starry Knight has you want baby me to disease. Carry Starry Knight? Do you what? Want no. Me? Do you I want? I can walk. Do you want me to carry you? I can walk. I need a. I'm. 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 I'm looking to continue my workout with somebody that won't kill me. Out of the question, I guess. I I shoot her another glare. Okay. Um. I give a sigh and I um and I raise my arms up to last night and I'm like, pick me up. Nice. You uh, still have to roll a strength check for that. Yes. Okay. That's, That's a twelve. A 12. Um, well, does it lift? Does it lift? It takes her a bit, but I think it does lift. Okay. Uh, she puts she puts you over her shoulder. Starry night. Am I sitting on her shoulder, or am I just slung over her shoulder? You're just slung over her shoulder like a sack of potatoes, and she goes, "Oof." <laughs> And I'm like, ah, I see. And I just, I just, I guess I just sit there. Now you have to roll the wisdom saving throw against being gay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do have like front and center to to her. Nineteen. Ass. Fuck you. Okay, you're not affected by uh, last night's ass at all. Which <laughs> makes you. But it's a good ass. I just. I just I... It's all right. I mean, it's not like a buff ass. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, is it a bubble butt? Can I? Entirely flat. Let me roll a d twenty to see. Check. Yeah, uh, do I get any bonuses to that? I mean, she's an orc, and orcs always have the greatest asses, so I feel like you get a plus two to that. Okay, d twenty plus two. That's a, That's six, a six ass. I... She's got a flat ass. I see. Uh, and I'm gonna. I'm. 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 I don't, there's no nice way to say this. Last night has pancake butt. <laughs> That's why I'm unimpressed by her ass. You, you like you were kind of excited when she lifted you up and starts laying her over your shoulder. Like maybe you would get to see a nice ass, but then you're like, "Where is it?" <laughs> the butt. Does she? Does she have a hang hill? I see she didn't inherit that part from her orc heritage. <laughs> hang hill butt. Don't she has hang hill butt. Nah, do not call it. That. <laughs> There's just it's it's a it's a it's a concave in her uh, orc shorts where oh her my god but should be <laughs> hate that okay we're getting a little off track no no shit uh, Phoenix uh, he proceeds in into the museum uh, and you all follow including um last night carrying starry night uh starry night you don't uh you, you're not really able to see much from your position uh but the rest of you notice that the exhibits aren't they aren't really much frankly uh but he seems pretty excited by them phoenix does um and he appears to have like a pitch rehearsed for each of them these dusty old objects apparently have some really exciting history be- behind them uh each object has significance that you wouldn't have imagined by looking at them a fossil that once belonged to an evil magistrate, a flute that was apparently used in a battle against God somehow. Uh, as you proceed, you can't help but notice... I immediately am all over that flute. Like, I, that, that exi- <laughs> First of all, it's a flute. Second of all, it kills God. 
No I wonder like, it's your taste. I'm a bard. I'm a gay bard. I'm all over that shit. I'm looking at the flute with my cat eyes. And you know what? Uh, the security isn't isn't the best. Like, you can tell there's not a lot in place to prevent you from just taking that. As soon as Phoenix turns his back. Do a slight of hand check. I want to see you try. I don't steal. Okay. No, I'm chaotic good. I don't steal from innocent people. <laughs> uh, and as you proceed- I wiggle, I wiggle on um, in last night's grip. Like, let me down, let me down, let me down. Do, do you want? Do you want me to? I'm sorry. Well, what do you want me to set you down? Please. Okay. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think I, I think she tries to set you down upright, but she has trouble doing it. Uh, judging from her role from earlier and so she just kind of like sets you on your side on the ground uh, and phoenix like he, he's like um and this painting here was and then he kind of looks back and he's like uh you okay is there a problem um i lift one arm and i'm like I said, back up i said no i while I, while story night is on the floor i said next turn i start keep posing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, muffled? I couldn't tell. Uh, so Ladies' Night stands next to me and starts T-posing. Um, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I get up and I, I stand next to Starry Night and I just start T-posing silently, looking down at her. Uh, I, Phoenix seems uh, perplexed by the fact that none of you are helping her up, and so he goes over and helps her up. Aw, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and he... he he like uh he, he keeps leading you through the museum uh and as you proceed you can't help but notice that the place is also pretty filthy there's like dust on the floors and every room seems to have like a different lapse in like structural integrity and like if you own the place it would make you say something like oh, we should really get someone in to fix that does it stink is it stinky does it's it a little stinky like yeah. it's a little musty it's like nasty museum smell yeah uh, you finish your tour of the museum rather quickly and end up uh, back at the at, at the entrance uh, quite quickly. And uh, he turns to you eagerly and goes, uh, what did you think? I think it was rather fascinating. The lore and the stories of this area are quite interesting. I would love to learn more if you could tell me about it. And I see that Starry Knight has rolled a stealth check so I conveniently step in front of where she is standing. <laughs> Starry Night, what are you up to with that stealth check? I want to I go try and sneak away and steal that float. Okay. I have uh, grabby hands. You did roll a 21, so I'm definitely going to let you do that. Um, yes. I think that Phoenix gets really excited when uh, Ladies' Night asks about the lore of the area, and he starts rattling off these just, like, f- these fantastic tales. Like, again, stuff that you never would have imagined by, like, looking at the place. And he brings out, like, a notebook that... Uh, all appears to be like it's all in his handwriting and he's like reading off it telling you these like amazing stories of gods and monsters and just like uh really a lot of mystery and intrigue and a whole lot of detail so so much so that it seems like it's it seems like a fictional account rather than a historical one yeah that's what i was just thinking he's like is this your fan fiction but lady Sight is a bard of lore so first things first she's like just like sponging all of this information up like my i'm a, I'm a fucking college of lore i'm I'm gonna absorb this into my being okay I, I, what i so, like about that is like if you if you decide later that phoenix told you something you can totally just like make something up on the spot and use it like i would love if you did that Absolutely. And do uh, I do I effectively steal the flute? Yes, you do. 
And my second course of action is, may I make a history check to see if he's actually telling the truth or if this is his fanfiction? And could I argue that I have advantage because I'm a bard of lore and I know things? Yes, I think that you could make that argument. Uh, I don't think that you know the history of the area of Kingsmouth all that well, because you were only sort of able to recall it as a place that existed. But I think some of these stories do seem like things that you would have heard about were they you know, true. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm a bard. It's my job to sing about these things. Yeah. Well, that's a 17. Okay, uh, you can... Uh, you, you, you can definitely tell that, uh... I mean, as you were looking around the museum, Ladies' Night, you realize now that, like, a lot of these artifacts that were there were, like, the plaque said something like unknown or unknown artist or like missing information. And there was a lot of stuff that just seemed like incomplete and not all the way there. Um, and it, these stories, I, I think Phoenix did make them up. And like, he just like, he, he wanted this museum to be something interesting and cool. So he like took all these like random artifacts that were just there when he got here and like, made them made make made up cool stories about them so that people would want to come. That's your I that's your assertion. Anything. Yeah. I decide not to say anything, but I do like I do note that he made all these stories up, so like but um I like I do note it down inside my brain meat. And I just kinda like look at the others to see if they've also kind of picked up that like I I noticed that Starry Night is gone, but I look at Polar Night and I'm wondering if she's picked up that things aren't quite all that they seem. I think for you, Polar Night, and for last night it would be more perception. Okay. Well, Starry Night's not there. She's yeah. So perception? Yeah. That's a 19 on last night, and she's definitely in the same boat as you, ladies' night, where she uh, has this sudden moment of realization, and then she just starts nodding very slowly. Um, Polar Knight makes a 13, so uh, Polar Knight, I think you you kind of get the sense that maybe these are embellished. <laughs> Polar Knight, not smart. Polar Knight has one brain cell. Maybe it isn't that so much as that Phoenix is very convincing. He's he's extremely passionate, I think, and he sells you on it, which is his goal, so. Incredible. Well, half-elves have a plus two to charisma, naturally, so, like, it's just part of his thing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Starry Night, you are back uh, near the beginning of the museum, uh, and you finally make it back to this, um, uh, this anti-god flute. <laughs> This Satanist flute, this Completely goth Completely unaware. Completely unaware. Completely unaware. Uh, and you, you, you roll a twenty-one on that stealth check, so you do get your little hands on it. Uh, and as you reach out to take it, uh, you kind of, you kind of brace yourself for some kind of like something to be in place to protect it. But there's nothing. There's no tripwire. There's no alarm. There's no lasers. It, it just comes right out of the display and into your hands. It's dusty and old and it's a flute. I'm gonna learn how to play this immediately. Hey, what you doing, Starnat? Okay, uh, when did you get behind me? I'm a cat. I, uh, I jump. Ladies and I, have you slinked away from Phoenix's uh, conversation? 
yeah, like I waited till there was like a lull, and then I just said that I wanted to look at a couple more exhibits a few more times, and then I just sicked him on Polar Night and slept away, stuck away. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Thanks uh, for checking one for the team, sweetheart. What about uh, last night? Last night's here too, and uh, Phoenix goes. <clears throat> so, uh, read any good books lately? Uh, l- l- ladies' night, you come up behind the Starry Night. Uh, and yep, you see her holding the flute. I guess you already said your thing, so I guess Starry Night's turn to talk now. Yeah. Starry Night kind of like uh, jumps, and then she hurriedly stuffs it into her bag, and she's like, "I just wanted this." I lean like right over her because I'm taller, and I say, "Because you're oh, like you're taller sure by three inches." <laughs> and I say, "Are you sure this is the choice you want to make, sweetheart? Stealing from innocent folks ain't exactly uh." Virtuous, and as a knight, you are supposed to be an example of good behavior. <laughs> I'm nice like, kind of like, eh. <laughs> you okay, Frisk? Yep. Just about knocked my water fucking everywhere, but good thing it has a lid. <laughs> That's a good thing that it has a lid. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was my reaction funny? Yes. You sound like you were drowning. You did. Sorry, Knight, you've been accused of a lack of virtue from Ladies' Night. Are you gonna take this? I kinda look over, I kinda look to the side, I'm like, uh, nobody's gonna miss it. It's just a flute. The guy who runs the thing might miss it. I reach out, I turn my palm up, and I, and I just, like, stare at Starry Knight silently. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna high-five, uh, Ladies' Night, like, eh? <laughs> I, I shake my head slowly, and I, and I, just, and I flick my eyes to her bag, and then, and then at her again. I pull my bag closer. I say, hand it over. Hmm, what do I want to do for this? You can't outrun me. I know, but I can, I can, uh, I can't outclimb you either, you can climb. Uh, uh Ladies' Night, why don't you, uh, roll Persuasion? Or like intimidation or something. You could you could bribe each other. And uh, Starry Night, maybe make a wisdom. That's save. a twenty-one on my persuasion check. Let me, hang on. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, you stare into you stare deeply into her big red kitty eyes, and something within you, some your resolve melts away. I give us. I give us. her the puss in boot size. I give I give her a dramatic sigh and I hand the flute back over. No, I'm holding it in my hand. I'm holding it in my hand, but I'm not letting it go. I ta- I take a hold of the flute and I continue to give her the, give you the puss and boot stare. I take my other I take my other hand and I and I um and I try and tickle her. No, I swat your hand. Ah. I swat your hand with my cat paw. I I'm swat gonna... it back. I'm gonna make you roll sleight of hand for trying to tickle her, actually. Okay. Okay, that's a C. And Ladies' Night- what, That's what a 7, like, never mind. Well, she, she has yeah. to, con- to okay. contest it. Uh, ladies night, acrobatics? Uh, no. uh, I don't actually know. I think that would just be a dexterity save. Yeah, dexterity save. Man, I haven't played D&D in a while. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah, that's you. a twenty-five. So you win that contest by a mile. You 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 see the you see the desire to tickle in her mind forming before like before she even recognizes it. <laughs> I God grab onto it. her hand and I just shake my head very slowly. All right, uh, ladies' night. You're holding the flute. Is it yours, or are you putting it in the display case? I put I dust off the flute and I put it back in the display case and I close the display case and I and I look over at Starry Night and I'm still holding her other hand. Hmm. Well, that's kind of gay. Wisdom saving throws both of you. Okay. <laughs> that's a twenty, not a nat twenty. And that's a four. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love I love how I fucking fail every check to resist being gay. Disadvantage on checks involving girls. <laughs> uh, Starry Night, you've been hurt before. Um, so this isn't like you're you're not you're not affected by this handholding. You're like it would never work. Yeah. Uh, Ladies' Night, you're um, you're dead. Okay. Like I'm a hopeless romantic. You're you- a bard. You you just like you just like look at Starry Night and she looks really beautiful and you're like wow we're having like a moment. <laughs> All I can think of is like cartoon thing where their eyes turn into hearts and then there's like the heart beating out of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's Ladies Night right now. <laughs> I look over at Last Night to see if she is even a smidge jealous. Uh, last night is in the main, like, lobby area of the museum, which I think you can see, uh, from this hallway, um, and she is definitely, like, Phoenix has his back to you guys, and, uh, last night is looking at the two of you and slowly shaking her head (laughs) in disapproval at your antics. I I stick out my tongue and I let go of Starry Night's hand, and I point towards the main lobby and I say, I'm not letting you out of my sight. I I stare back at her, and and then I grab her hand again, and I just kind of pull her along. (laughs) Oh, I see how it is. (laughs) I love playing Starry Night. She went from, like, super shy to this. (laughs) Love this. I'm gonna make, um, I'm, I'm gonna roll something for last night. Hang on. What is it? Jealous roll. Jealousy roll. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Okay, uh, that's that is a nine. Um, so as as you guys uh, return to the main lobby, uh, last night turns to you guys and says, "Oh, uh, you two are back. We were just talking about how dirty and shitty everything is in here." <laughs> <laughs> does Phoenix wow. look offended by that? Phoenix looks more embarrassed than he does offended. Um, he goes. Yeah, the shape of things in here isn't um I'm I'm really sorry about that. Uh I clean every single day and I do repairs every single day, but when I come back the next morning it's all just back the way that it was when I got here and it's a it's a lot of work for one person and I worry that I'm like missing customers while I'm fixing and cleaning all day. I nod. Understandable. And I, like, look at Last Night, and, like, I'm offended by her insensitivity, and I, uh, cast Minor Illusion, which is a cantrip, behind- so that it sounds like there's somebody running up behind her, like, sprinting speed. Uh, Last Night goes, oh, what was that? <laughs> and I just, st- oh. and I make, 
knife cat face. <laughs> you make the knife cat face while uh, last night frantically looks around. Um, and Phoenix looks confused. <laughs> uh, it, uh, he, he's, he's staring at last night uncertainly, and then his eyes light up, and he goes, Oh, you know what I just thought of? You guys are knights, right? You're hired to take care of odd jobs so creatures don't show up, right? Hey, do you think you can help me take care of the museum? I don't see why not. We could always find a... We could always... Um, we could always have a look around even more. Lady's like, is like is she, she, uh, she forgot to keep an eye out for the kids section. Yeah, um... And she's just realizing this. Okay, uh, um, we, there, we will address that in a second. Um, he goes, um, could you just maybe, like, help me with repairs today and maybe work security tonight? I, I had a thing that I had to cancel because I was going to try to replace the floors again and do security detail, but if you could do it, maybe I could go on my... Uh, go to, uh, my thing. Of course. Okay. I just, I just kind of nod. What kind of thing? Roll insight. Can I also roll insight for that? Yes, on Starry Night you have advantage. Sweet. How do I roll advantage again? Uh, type Four. ADV after. I have a, I fucking <laughs> know exactly, but uh, it's definitely a date. Minus seventeen. Um. Uh, Warden, you know I'm gonna have your character, Ladies' Night, know, and I feel I feel like, nah, you just just roll regular. I was about to be like, does Lady Night just have advantage in terms of like gay stuff? <laughs> but I would feel bad giving everybody advantage except for Polar Night. Polar Night's gay. She's a wife. Right. She's well, that's gay, a obviously. Baby. Okay, so Starry Night and Ladies Night. Starry Night, I gave you advantage on that roll because you saw the drawing in, in okay. uh, Phoenix's sketchbook. That's um, what I figured. And Ladies Night, you recall Ride saying that he had something important going on, possibly going on tonight. Uh, so both of you deduce uh, successfully that um, these two have a date for later tonight, and uh, Phoenix needs help taking care of the museum. Uh, so that he can go on his thing. Uh, Polar Knight, you're just like, oh, I wonder what kind of thing he's talking about. <laughs> We're gonna spill to Polar Knight later. Oh yes, you'll spill all the tea. Oh, I forgot and to roll for night. last night. Hey, I remembered on my own that time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Last night scored a natural 20. Yeah, last night did score a natural 20 on... Uh, seeing what is going on for phoenix later tonight and she like raises an eyebrow and she like gives a big grin as phoenix continues stumbling through a sentence i put she, a hand over her mouth she puts she as you're doing at the same time as you're doing that she slaps her hand down on his shoulder and goes <laughs> i grab i grab last night around the shoulders and i just start pulling her away <laughs> You're gonna have to roll strength. That's a six. You you attempt to pull her away, but her gay determination is too strong. Um, I I guess she'll try to probably get you off of her. <laughs> Are you just gonna fucking start wrestling? Yeah, that's an eighteen. Okay, um, I see how it is. So she uh she takes your hand away and uh just sort of slides you aside like you do to a cat that's in the wrong spot. Um, 
And she goes, don't worry about a thing, Phoenix. We'll take care of everything for you tonight. And you can go to your thing. And, and Phoenix looks uh, really, really happy. I'm really relieved. And he says, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, I wish I could pay you somehow, but uh, we don't use money, so I'll just pay you an appreciation. That'll have to do. And I and like I'm clearly saying but, this but, in like like a jokey way, so I don't ha- he doesn't feel pressured. So so paying us an exposure. <laughs> I'm, I'll give you free Being, museum hearing access. The fra- As an artist, hearing the phrase "pay us an exposure" makes ladies like aggro. I need you to roll initiative, Polar Knight. <laughs> You instantly cast Frenzy level 100 on her. She has fucking rabies now. Uh, (laughs) That's not just because I was drinking and I almost choked. Thanks. I get in between Ladies Night and Polar Night and I'm just putting my hands out. I'm looking between them and I'm like, no. Um, I don't understand what's happening here, but let's get to work. Uh, and for the rest of the day, Phoenix sets you guys to work. You retile floors, water plants, dust shelves, and plaques, paint walls. You all take shifts sitting behind reception, and Phoenix makes sure everything. And Phoenix makes sure everything runs smoothly until the sunset light starts to slant through the windows. Uh, Polar Knight, you are at reception when he leaves, so you see him off. Uh, sliding his jacket on over his shoulders, he hands you a ring of keys. Thanks for this, Polar Knight. Tell everyone else thank you too, okay? Uh, he smiles at you, but then he looks a little bit anxious. And tell them, don't worry about repairs once the sun goes down. Uh, you guys are on security detail now. Keep an eye out everywhere. This place at night gets a little... Uh, well, you'll be alright. Uh, just be careful, okay? A little what? Just, just be careful. Don't let anyone in, and um, don't let anything out. And with that, he hurries out and gives you a little wave and a reassuring smile and stopping at the door to take a deep breath before proceeding outside the door, making a heavy clunking sound behind him. He heads out. Um, the other players are... Oh, I hang have on, my face my pressed to the window. I, yeah. ha- I have my face pressed to the window, watching him go to see where he goes. Uh, he's night at the museum here. 100... Thank you for getting my reference. <laughs> my idea for I know, this I was like, was... that what the reference was 100% a night at the museum parody episode. I've never seen that movie. Valid. I haven't seen it either in like years. I just read like a plot synopsis on Wikipedia and so I'm hoping that I I mean I don't I didn't want to like copy it, so it's fine. Um so uh I think everybody from their like nearby positions in the museum can hear him leave. Mhm. I have my face against the window. I'm watching him go to see where he goes for his date. Uh, he's definitely heading towards Wright's house. <laughs> you you reference the little napkin map that ended up in your hand somehow, and you follow his footsteps, and he's definitely going directly to Wright's house. And last night stands behind you, and uh, she's like, "Gay shit, huh?" <laughs> no um, about it. The moment Polar Knight goes, uh, the moment he leaves, and the doors close, I'm gonna wait like. Two seconds, and then I'm gonna sh- and then I'm gonna shout so my voice echoes through the whole museum. He's going on a date. Gays reunite. <laughs> wow, what a shock! He's gay. Hey, reunite. Yeah, gays unite. It's the new name of the podcast, and uh, 
uh, you all, I, I, I guess you all like reconvene in the front room. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Polar thinking out loud to herself. She's like, what the fuck could that even mean? Mm. Uh, Knight last night puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "You'll understand when you're older." <laughs> Not that. I have a wife. I got, I fucking frenzy again. She uh, looks at, at your hands, Polar Knight, and you are holding the Ring of Keys that Phoenix gave you, and she says, I guess we have full access now, huh? And uh, I want to point out here, I, I just kind of forgot to slip it in when I was talking about uh, what was going on during the day, but uh, Phoenix wasn't letting you into the kids' area because um, he uh, was painting the floors in front of the uh, the entrance to the kids' area. Uh, so he he, he like decided to try and paint some designs in front of the floor to the kids' area, and it's still wet. And so if you tried to enter and mess up his work, he would have been really upset. And he said it should be dry by sunset, so you guys should be good now. Oh, I wanted to put kitty paw prints all over the place. <laughs> I mean, there's probably an errant bucket of paint somewhere if you really want to do that. <laughs> I probably... I'm not particularly worried, but... He said to not let anything in or out. What the fuck? That's a weird that thing to say. What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. Hmm. I guess we'll you know find how I out. You read a book about this once. Oh yeah, what was it called? Night at the museum the with a K. A... No, it's. It's a title I probably shouldn't repeat in polite company. Oh, was it uh, something that we might find at Malin's house? Corner <laughs> just face palm. I close. I don't have to answer that question. I take one point of psychic damage from that because I'm the one with. Polarnet, you were left, uh, Phoenix left you with a little, uh, map of the museum, uh, and a last night, last night peeks over your shoulder at it and kind of draws a path with her finger to the kid's area and she'd be like, let's go. Okay. Okay, I guess. I, I take the back of the team, specifically falling behind Starry Night so she doesn't get sticky fingers. Polarnet, you have the map, so you'd probably be at the front of the party. Yeah. Uh, so the first place that you head down is uh, the place where all the paintings were and also where that flute was. Uh, can I have you guys roll Perception? Perseppi! Perseppi. That's a 21. 21! Nice. Hey, 21 buddies! Hell yeah! You, okay, so that's a, a 21 from Starry Night, a 12 from uh, Ladies Night, and what's what are the odds? A 21 from Last Night and from Polar Night. So, twelve. Jesus Christ. Three twenty ones and a twelve. Uh, so Starry Night, uh, Polar Night, and Last Night, all of you guys notice that uh, the eyes in the paintings are following you as you walk past them. Oh, awesome! Can Polar Night just stop and like squint at one of them and then sniff it? Like, "Mm, don't like you. Kind of want to poke its eye. Yeah. Uh, you stop and stare at one, and it blinks at you. And it says, what? I don't like you. Wait, it says what? that out loud where everybody can hear? Yep. I jump? Don't be fucking rude, Paula Nott. <laughs> it's a what, don't... painting staring at us. I'm allowed to be rude. Don't be rude to the painting? I don't like paintings. Don't, yeah, don't, don't be rude. 
You don't be rude. Is it too much to ask for to be polite? You don't be rude. And the painting says, Is it too much to ask for for a little peace and quiet? <laughs> Fuck this. I'm just kind of staring at it and I'm holding one of my daggers in my hand. Can I get some- can I- I put a can, hand on Starry Night's hand. Can I, I chillax? I set it on fire. I kinda wanna set it on fire. Can you stop adding me? I I'm chilling. I... Doth not fucking at me this present day for I am chilling. For I am chilling. Oh, you wanna chill, huh? I prepare Ray of Frost. Uh-oh. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up! That's a joke, I didn't actually do that. <laughs> Liddy's like just like fucking shrieks that in the museum. <laughs> All the paintings turn and look at you. Somewhere a bird chirps. <laughs> Do we hear crickets too? Yes. I, I look at I look at I look at everybody else, and I realize that like my fur is all fluffed up from being pissed off, and I just start smoothing it down while, gently... while shooting daggers at everybody. I gently reach over and I start to gently smooth down Ladies' Night's fur as well. Aw, ain't that cute. Soft. And the painting says, What's the matter, kitty cat? Scared of a little talking painting? I've seen weirder in my adventures, dollies. Don't like wacky museums where strange things happen? I've seen weirder. You wouldn't believe the things you see on the sailing trip from here to the continent. What's- what, what- from where to where? From, well, the main continent here to my homeland. Would you believe me if I told you I saw a 150-long sea serpent jumping up and over the ship? Holy shit! Wait, good, great way to flex on everyone. That'd be pretty badass. It was pretty badass. Unfortunately, it scared the bejesus out of the captain and he nearly had a cardiac arrest. You've led an interesting life. You should be a comedian or something. <laughs> like, I, I just kind of, like, smile, but, like, it's a little bit strange, and it says, Yes, I suppose telling stories would be an interesting career for me, hmm? Polar Knight's just like, can, can we go? Because I'm going to leave you all behind. Wait, I want to know what happened next. Oh, no, we're leaving the scene. <laughs> no, what possible reason could you have for not telling me the rest of the story? <laughs> You're a temporary NPC. And I leave the room. I don't know what that means! And then last night turns to you guys and goes, Did that painting kind of sound like me?